I think just on a general daily basis, though, we, when we text each other, <laughs> I mean, there's just so much stuff going on that we kind of figure out. Yeah. And we have different opinions most of the time. Right, right, right. Like you said, bro, it's just got to flow. It's just, I don't, I don't want to, maybe a few things we should be like, hey, man, let's get on this, maybe beforehand, but for the most part, just got to let it run. Think how you want to do this? Oh man, crank it up, man! It's, 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 it's hard to like invent what or like recreate what we do naturally we at the ball. Right, right. So, so we just gotta start talking about something. Yeah. So like, that's what I was. I was kind of wondering like what your brainchild was with it because if we could get the conversations that we have at the bar on recorded, I think that would be great. But like. You don't want to. You can't force that. No, like no. nothing that we ever talk about is forced. So once you start forcing it, like how good is it? Gonna be? No, we just gotta normal as we normally do. We just start talking about something and it evolves into whatever it is. So. Why don't we? Why don't we uh, discuss uh, our name? A name for the podcast because we don't have one. So I mean, <laughs> what's your thoughts? Do you have any ideas? You know what? Uh, you know what's funny is that I was kind of thinking about names and I was my first thought was like barstool <laughs> right. but you can't, can't I, do that, that. I think that's taken yeah. so uh, so we gotta go in another direction Bobby, my, what, what are you thinking are you thinking like you kind of wanted to be like the bar setting or what honestly look I think we had kind of touched on it before that's how we're gonna get people looking at us instead of just slapping something on, on the internet just kind of move around a little bit until I mean I think that's just weak to me, that's the marketing tool. Yeah. Like, hey, man, what them guys doing over there? You I, know what I mean? Yeah, I was thinking about that. Like, if somebody looks at us, like, hey, what's going on over there? Like, what are they doing? Is that something that we want you know to what? happen? Hell yeah. I mean, that's how people start seeing it. Oh, look, man, them guys, wear, they wear fat pants, man. Like, yo, let's check them out. You know what I mean? So I just don't like going blind and like, all right, we're going to just throw some shit at the wall and just... Let's hope somebody sees us and watches. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. like, we can move around. That's at least a start anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, even if we just impromptu you one day, like, yeah, we'll have our one day. All right, man, we're recording this and whatever. But any other time, we could just, man, just put the mics on or whatever, and we, bam, all right, cool. Yeah. I mean, I just think that's just so cool. Nobody... I'm, you got to think outside the box. We can't do what everybody else is doing. You're right. Everybody's doing the same thing. Yes. Well, we'll get a studio. We, we're talking about the same crap, but what's going to make our shit unique yeah. and different? Yeah. I oh, mean, them guys actually going out there, and they out there, boom, 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 boom. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I wasn't thinking about that aspect of it. There's just so much stuff going on that we kind of figure out, Yeah. and we have different opinions most of the time. Right, right, right. Like you said, bro, it's just got to flow. It's just, I don't, I don't want to... Maybe maybe a few things we should be like, hey man, let's hit on this maybe beforehand. But for the most part, we just gotta let it run. Yeah, yeah. And I was sitting here before you got here. My dumb my dumb ass. I didn't I didn't type it in, and I just it's gonna come back to me. But I mean, there's nothing that's ever crossed your head. Like, I just feel like everything is taken. I'm kind of at a loss as for the as for the name, but I mean. Yeah, we definitely need a name. I, 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 I was even thinking no name podcast, but there's like <laughs> That's 40 probably of those. Take- <laughs> There's 40 of those. 
and I mean, it doesn't even have to be podcast at the end of oh, yeah, it. No, you know what I mean? Not. Yeah, yeah. But I'm trying to think real quick. I, I I swear I had like three names. Just I was listening to some stuff before when you got here. And I'm like, oh, man, it might be good. You know what? Just running through it. But one of them I came up with was just fucking just, just totally crazy because I keep hearing everybody talks about this, that, and the third. Everybody argues about this, that, and the third. So yeah, I just yeah, say, yeah. hey, this, that, and the third. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. No, yeah, now that I'm looking at some of these, they don't look so good. Purdue's the number one team in the country? College basketball. But they just got beat twice in the last three games. I saw UConn that got beat. Purdue this week, they lost to Rutgers. And they lost to somebody else. They're like wow. two of their last three games they lost. Doing this no drinking thing for the new year. I kind of do that every year, you know. How long is it before you fall off the wagon? Yeah, it's not going to be long. <laughs> I do well with it until until I don't. What about the one you came up with first when we Close first out. started oh, talking about this? Cash and tickets. Cash and tickets. Okay, that's it's funny you bring that up because I had I had a, I was I had done one episode of a podcast called Cash and Tickets, but I never kept up with it. That's a cool name. Nah, I mean, the pot ain't all about it ain't about gambling. All of, but that's still a cool name. What'd you think about Skip and Shannon? I think that relationship is. Let me put it this way, and I'm gonna say that it is strained at the moment. But I think Shannon just signed like a new deal. Yeah. And he's matured more in his life now, and he has a bigger picture in mind. So I think he's just kind of, all right, you know what? Uh, I'm gonna take the high road on it. Yeah. But it's not, uh, Skip ain't looking good right now, bro. But they don't, I mean, neither one of them needed any money. You can never have too much money. Well, but, <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's about the money. Well, it's always about the money. It's always about money. At some point, uh, yeah, somebody's paying you 30, 40 million. Well, I don't know what. Skip's probably getting paid 100. I, I mean, who knows? He's getting paid a lot, for sure. But at the end of the day, I mean, he, he, he's, he's kind of, and I, I, Who's gonna work with Skip if it's not Shannon? Well, I mean, I was—I was, I didn't know who was gonna work with him when Stephen A. left. But I mean, that—that that works. But the Shannon thing—that's like a marriage meeting. Yeah, yeah. But that just works perfectly. Yeah. I mean, at this point, who out there will work with Skip? And then, like, I mean, somebody would. But would the show be? I watch it because I like—I just like Shannon, bro. I just like it. He's just a natural. I don't really like, I don't care if Skip is just, uh, he's just, he's on the other extreme, which makes good for good TV, good ratings. That's great. Yeah. Fox loves that. Right. But, yeah, I think all, all of this stuff is ratings. All of this stuff is. Oh, absolutely. You know? I mean, it, it's all to get you arguing and fussing. Yeah. I mean, but like, some, of, some of his takes, though, are just, to me, I just think he purposely, you can't, you can't tell me you believe that stuff. Yeah, what, a, what about the one that he made the other night with the with the Demar Hamlin situation? I really nah. Look, in his defense, I think people misread. I misread it the first time. No lie, I interpreted it like, dude, what are you talking about? But when you take a step back and you really you think about it, it's like at the end he actually said none of that makes any. Yeah. You know what? I don't, I don't want to misquote him, but it's like that's all irrelevant at this right, point. Right. 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 So I think people just jumped on it because they're looking for a reason to hate Skip. To hate Skip. I yeah. mean, people already you know, we already don't like Skip. Sure, <laughs> you sure. know what I'm saying. 
but don't just pile it on for no reason. I mean, like, keep let's keep it in context. Like, the T.O.s and everybody, oh, that's disgusting. Yeah, yeah. He has a personal vendetta, sure. and a lot of athletes do. A lot of them do, yeah. Rightfully so, because he's shitting on a lot of them. Yeah. But, you know. But he's uh, going to give a lot of, he's going to give you a real reason to be mad. You don't yeah, have to yeah, independent, yeah. you know. But, I mean, when you, at first read, I was like, like, really, dude? You know, I, I, I sat back, I'm like, well, nah, I'm interpreting the wrong way, but before you type that stuff, are all of your listeners really, are readers thinking that way? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I give him, now, Shannon, I feel Shannon, because he was a player. You know, he actually played the game. Like, yeah. we, we, can't, we can't articulate or even feel what those guys, an actual player that's played the game, how to, like, hey, when we looked at it, I was like, man, you know, th- th- this is not good. But we don't have no connection, like real connection to that. So I feel Shannon's point, too. Like, hey, man, I wish you'd take that down. Uh, Skip was out of line, too, the, 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 yesterday, too. Like, I'm not taking it. I'll stand behind it. Like, man, come on, bro. If, at least let the man finish what he's saying and say, hey, let me explain to you how yeah. or what I was thinking. Not like that arrogant, oh, wait a minute. I'm not taking it down. Right. You know, like, come on, dude. I don't, I don't like that. During the situation when it was going down, I started thinking, like, what? Like, I, like, I mean, I guess you could call it insensitive or whatever you want, but I started thinking, like, what's going to happen here? You know, like, obviously I wanted, I wanted to find out that DeMar Hamlin was healthy. I mean, I was number right, one. Right, of course. But I was also like, this is a very important football game. I mean, yes. at the end of the day, yes. We're talking about billions of dollars at stake with NFL. I mean, so I was like, you know, it's, it was two very high-rated teams, a very important game, one that I was looking forward to watching. And then it kind of – this is uncharted territory. We've never been here. There's no precedent for it. So I was very curious as to what the league was going to do. Now, when they made a decision, I didn't give a shit about that because the, the, the priority was making sure that, you know, the guy was, was going to be all right. But – I thought that what Skip said was kind of – a lot of people were thinking that, like, oh, my God, like, they're going to have to cancel this game, and it's a huge game. It's all irrelevant, obviously. So that, that's how – when Skip – when I saw the Skip tweet, I was like, yeah. And then it blew up, and I was like, what's insensitive about it? Like, what was – what was it because we weren't supposed to talk about football at all at that moment? Or, like, did he actually say something that was insensitive? Yeah, I think that's what it was. Everybody was like, man, how could you be even thinking about games when this guy just basically died on the field and they had to, you know, uh, bring him back? You know, football's supposed to be secondary. So it was all... That's how most people took it. So it was all timing. Yeah, it it was just... It's it's just bad optics. Like, if he makes that tweet the next day... I don't even... Man, that's why Twitter fingers, man, can kill you, dude. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's kind of hard when you probably had the crib with your wife, you by yourself. But if you probably had some people around you, like, no, man, you can't do that right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, me and you could be sitting right here and you about to t- shoot out a tweet. You skip. You're like, man, check this. I'm about to. St- Whoa, man. Don't, don't, <laughs> no, don't do that. It, I mean, in his position at this point, especially, look, you just two weeks off of. You know, really the other stuff the, with Shannon. That other thing with Shannon, you can't do that right now. Yeah, that also goes along with like you know your your role in society or your role in sports media. Like, hate him or not, like he's got a powerful voice, and 
when he says something like that, it's like it it rings it rings louder than if you know fucking I said it. Oh yeah, uh, nobody gives a shit, nothing. right? I yeah. mean, like they're just some people are looking for a reason just to crap on you, right? I now. agree. So you gotta just be a little smarter than that. Even though, like I said, I don't. I think he meant well. He actually meant, had good intentions by it. It just came off and was interpreted terribly. Yeah. The playoff seedings, that game had serious implications on who's getting the buy. That's like, what, three teams involved? Yeah. Buffalo, Chiefs, and, and uh, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. That's huge. Yeah. So now, like. Not only that, but I think Cincinnati and the Ravens. So let's say. Let's say Buffalo, if Buffalo had beat Cincinnati, the Bengals and the Ravens play this week. So if Buffalo would have beat Cincinnati, then the winner of Ravens-Bengals would win the division. But now it doesn't matter. The Bengals can lose that game and still the Bengals, still are, the Bengals yeah, won the division. They, they won the division. So, I mean, that's something where the Ravens are like, man, we, it's, there's, a, there's a, lot, a lot of implications. And I also heard that they were talking about maybe putting an extra playoff spot. Did you hear that? No. They, they, they were – because of all the implications that happened, they were going to put an extra playoff spot. Nobody was going to get a bye. And they were going to have an eighth playoff team. And if they did that, you know who would be the eighth from the NFC? It's not guaranteed. Some things would have to happen. Man, don't, don't, go, don't say that. Just saying. Don't say They that. were talking about it. I don't know if they're going to do no, it. No, they're not. But they're the not. Seahawks lost. The Lions. Y'all gonna go home, man. Y'all gonna go home. Y'all gonna go home. Listen. I'm not about participation trophies, man. Let's just, look, leave it as it, they already added an extra team in there as it is. Let's leave it alone. What was like a couple of, what was two, three years ago they added the extra team? I think this is the third year of that. Yeah, okay. All right, we don't need no more extra extra teams. Okay. We've seen a lot of bad football this year. We got a couple of bad teams that's going to be in the playoffs that should not even, yes. you know, so no. But that's going to happen every year now. It is. It is. Absolutely. That seventh seed is always going to be bad. Absolutely. Now, if the if if, if the uh, the uh, commanders wouldn't have started Carson Wentz, you possibly could have had four teams from one division what in there. What the fuck was he thinking? Man, that's I, so stupid. I, that's so stupid. That's one of the dumbest things. <laughs> I don't know, man. We know Carson Wentz. I mean, look, look, look I, I got to say this, too, because I think we take after what happened, because I'm about to say something about Carson Wentz. I just want to clarify this. We take, I think we take for granted the talent of these guys. You know, because, I mean, first of all, to make it, they do things that 90, 98% of society cannot do. You know, I mean, we said, hey, we can talk about it all we want. Oh, he's a roach. But, I mean, he, he made it to that level. Oh, oh, he's a course. damn good player. But now, at his at that level, hey, bro, you're a roach. Okay? Yeah, so, yeah, I, I heard, uh, yeah, NFL is like that. It's even worse than the NBA. Oh, yeah. like, I heard, like, remember Brian Scalabrini? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, Brian Scalabrini was like, he wasn't that good. I mean, he was in the league, played for the Celtics, right? He used to go to like LA Fitness, or <laughs> I heard I, I think I saw the thing on uh, the dudes at LA I, Fitness. Doesn't he still have something like on YouTube? Yeah, like, maybe yeah. so. <laughs> like, and you're talking about these guys would be like, "Oh, it's the the white mamba." They talking shit on Brian Scalabrine, and he goes into LA Fitness and just drops forty on him like it ain't nothing, you know? Because he's because he made the, he's made it in the league. Uh, yeah. Like, 
Yes. In the perspective of the guys in the league, maybe Brian Scalabrini was bad, hey, but in society, he's one of the best yeah, absolutely. basketball he's players one, in the world. He's one of the best you know? percent in yes, the world, period. Yes. But, I mean, when you're going up against these guys, so I just wanted to I just wanted to clarify that because I don't want anybody to think I'm, I'm yeah, no, no. totally shit because, I mean, it's just a, it's a guy talk. Right. But Carson Wentz is a roach. <laughs> I mean, let's just be <laughs> All that being said. <laughs> All that being said, the yeah. boy is a roach. Man. Never I was mean, good. No. I mean, he had that one glimpse, which I think that was all coaching from uh, Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson. Yeah. He had him on the MVP track, and he ain't been a damn thing since. I mean, he took Nick Foles, and we ain't been nothing since that either. What, Super Bowl MVP? Yep, yep. That's, just some, that, that's great coaching. That ain't all talent. So I, I don't know. Man. Yeah, I, 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 I don't have, know what I never would have started Carson Wentz last week. Not, I mean, come on, man. I mean, Heineke is not the greatest thing in the no. world, but I mean, damn, those guys play for him, and I mean, he he's scrappy. Like he he kept you in it. Like he had you right there. All you had to do was win. Yeah, that stuff goes a long way. As guys wanting to play, you know, guys wanting to play for a quarterback or a teammate. We see it right now with the Jets. Like nobody, they do not want to play for Zach Wilson. Yeah, he's done. And to Robert Sala's credit. He noticed it, and I think he had pressure from the front office to play Zach Wilson, and he did it. He played my white last week because you know, Zach Wilson is done in, in, with the Jets. So I think the front office is done too. Though. I think Probably I so. think Joe Douglas is like, all right, well, we just we make we, we evaluated that wrong. Uh, we just gotta you, you can't lose. The, they have a great young nucleus, and I can't lose this entire locker room. Right. You know, doing something crazy. And I think Robert Sala is a great coach. I mean. It's yet to be seen, but I think from what he's done and the culture they're building, you can't keep starting that guy. No. I mean, you. I mean, that's bad, bro. Whenever you play, what was the, what was the game you said the great value Taysom Hill? Oh yeah, <laughs> your boy was in there. <laughs> Last Thursday against the Jags, <laughs> your boy was moving him, man. Yeah. So Jared Goff's a stud this year. Like, Geno Smith was a stud this year. Like, yeah, I wonder if. I wonder if uh, Jared Goff's going to be back with them next year. I absolutely do think so. Yeah. I mean, it was the same thing that I thought, kind of the same thing that I thought with Jameis Winston or anybody like that. You know, he's the number one overall pick. Jared Goff was the number one overall pick. Like, you don't – it's very seldom do these draft experts mess up the number one overall pick. Like, these guys have the measurables that usually add up to – being at least decent, you at least have the talent. Now you might you might still be trash, but the number one overall pick is very rarely a bust. Very rarely, hardly ever happens. Sometimes it happens, Jamarcus Russell and you know players like that. But for the most part, these number one overall picks are very very talented. Usually very highly recruited out of high school, and it's it, it would it would shock me if you know somebody like Jared Goff would just be garbage. So. Yeah. Like, I mean, kinda, I, I still don't think Jameis Winston's garbage. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I, I think he's a roach. I mean, I think he's done in New Orleans. But. Man, look, there's a reason why he was, first of all, there's a reason why after Tampa Bay let him go, nobody picked him up. Now, maybe it was a stigma of the 30-30 whatever but the Saints took a chance on him. I mean, they scooped him up with like two mil. 
All right, he sat back, learned a little bit, and he was on his way. I, I'll give him credit. He, he was kind of on his way with Sean Payton. I think Sean Payton could have probably resurrected him because he was on his path. He still was making a couple of bonehead moves, but I think more time with Sean Payton would have like, okay, he's making it. Because Sean got in his shit a little bit, like, hey, man. Yeah, even though that was a touchdown, that's a bad decision. Right, right, right. But he was—he had good, great statistics. He was on the way. Then he, you know, unfortunately, you tear your ACL. Um, and I think the writing was on the wall when the Saints were talking about going in. They tried to trade for Russell Wilson. That didn't. Thank God that didn't happen. Uh, and then they went all in on Deshaun Watson. To me, that was the writing on the wall. Okay, Jameis, we really don't think that highly of you because yeah. we're gonna go all in on that. And then. At the same time, all of the other teams out there in the league that are looking for quarterbacks, he was a free agent. Now, granted, you want to give the Saints the first opportunity to take me because, hey, man, y'all picked me up when I was down, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait. And he waited it out, but nobody else really even contacted him, I don't believe. Yeah, but, I mean, he wasn't going to be done. Like, if the Saints didn't pick him no, up, no, he wasn't no, going to no, be no, Somebody no. was some, not. Somebody was going to pick him up. But, I mean, you know, they he got a low-ball deal, which really is someone – it's a, it was a prove it deal. Like you got to show us. Now, I think the problem with 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 I think your issue also is I don't think he got a chance to really prove it. You know, I mean, they, they yeah, okay, you, he got hurt. That's that's the other thing too. I, I just think he's a roach. And what I've seen over the years of him playing, I just I don't think he has. Maybe he can hang around the league. Yes, be a backup, but is he going to be a franchise guy? I don't see it personally. But I don't think in, in, for, for you and Saints fans, I don't think he was given the opportunity to prove if I'm that guy or not. He got hurt in training camp. He really hurt his foot in training camp. I don't think he ever recovered from that. You know, and then you go out there and play, and, you know, when he broke his back yeah. in, in that same game trying to come back, I think what he threw, threw in a set, three in a – I think it just did Dennis Allen like, ah, that's it, that's, it's over. Yeah. And enough, and then he lied about it. Like you just just say it straight up. I don't think he's the guy. I don't like him. I'm gonna play Andy Dalton. Right. Don't right. tell me Andy Dalton's better. Than him. Yeah. Cause that's not true. You know, I, I I can't agree with you on that. But I, as far as him being a franchise, I, I just don't. And I see where you were going with that with the correlation of Jared Goff. I I still don't think Jared Goff's actually gonna be the guy. But I mean, it, he made he. He did well. This, he, he did a hell of a job this year. So I don't know. Well, we, I think we. I think the stigma is, you know, oh, Jared Goff's not good, and you know he. Well, he made it to he a went Super to the Bowl. Lions. He made it to a Super Bowl, and he's the number one overall pick. Like I, I think I don't think we can overstate. I agree. The I number mean, one overall pick in a fan of draft, regardless of who it is, is usually not not a bad player. I just think Jared Goff's issue has always been if, if he's under pressure, under duress, he just makes terrible decisions, which most quarterbacks do. I mean, it's a rare few, the Josh Allens, the, the, the Patrick Mahomes, the Joe Burrows, that like, all right, I can, I, it, it, nothing phases them. Yeah, it's very possible yeah. that Jameis Winston is bad. I mean, that's well, possible. His history. My reason for being behind Jameis Winston was because if he could, if he could figure it out, I've, I've been saying, man, I've been, I've been saying this to anybody and everybody the whole entire season on radio, on podcast, anybody who will hear me, on TikTok. If he, if Jameis Winston could have figured it out, 
the Saints had a chance to be good, to be a playoff team to go. Now, I'm not saying he was going to figure it out. Like, it's very possible that Jameis never figured it out. It's very possible that Jameis is a bad quarterback and the Saints were going to be bad no matter what this year. And the thing about Andy Dalton is if Andy Dalton, quote unquote, figured it out, it didn't matter. The Saints did not have an opportunity to to be a good team. With Andy Dalton, the Saints are what they are right now. Like the ceiling for Andy Dalton, we're getting it. Andy Dalton has played better than we thought. Better than I thought. <laughs> yeah, didn't you tell me he was top five? He was. <laughs> last five last five games, he's top five rated quarter. Like he's played way better than we thought, but yet the Saints are still eight and nine or eight what are the seven and seven nine? Seven about and to be it's seven and nine, about to be either seven and ten or eight and nine, whatever. But that's the thing is like Andy Dalton has played to his potential, and it, when Andy Dalton played to his potential, the Saints are what they are. If Jameis Winston could have played to his potential, that ceiling is higher. I never thought, I never said guaranteed that he would get to that potential. I was hoping that he would. Okay, so Jameis Winston's potential is the moon. So Andy Dalton's potential is what it, what we got this year. Agree. So based on Jameis Winston's career, uh, look, I like Jameis Winston as a person, but we're talking about football. And you're like, if he figures it out, at what point is he supposed to figure it out? Well, it might be now. I mean, we might be there. I mean, what, what is this, year eight? We might be at that point. I think if you haven't figured it out, you, you just... It's possible. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not arguing that at all. That's That might be possible. You might be right. And even whenever I was behind Jameis and pushing Jameis, it, it, it still might have been right. Like, that still might have been what it was. Like, Jameis starts, he's terrible, and the Saints are terrible. That was always a possibility. But if he wasn't terrible, that's the opportunity that the Saints had to make the playoffs and make a run. The Saints had no chance to make a run with Andy Dalton. And the reason why I know that is because the Saints started Andy Dalton Dalton played well. <laughs> he played better than I thought he was going to play. And yet the Saints are still out of the playoffs and uh, are guaranteed to have a losing record. I, that's that's where I was with it. Is that all on Andy Dalton or the, the defense or anything else? Oh, I mean, it's possibly. a team game. It's never all on a quarterback. Look, we, oh, no, we always, it's always. never all on a quarterback. I, I agree with you on that. But, I mean, you know, no, of everybody course. puts everything on the quarterback. Of course. The defense, the the defense couldn't stop the run. Good. Most of the season, the defense couldn't stop the run most of the season. Uh, we were without the majority of our wide receivers. Michael Thomas was out the whole year. Jarvis Landry was out most of the year. Oh, he's been done since he signed his contract. Rashid Shahid, who showed up and ended up being a pretty good player, but it took him forever to start playing him. I mean, he touched the ball. The first two touches of his career were touchdowns, and they never played him. Now they're finally playing him, and the offense looks pretty good. Uh, Jawan Johnson, he's kind of turned out to be pretty good. It took him a while to get going. Like, it's just – it's been a really bad. Offensive line was hurt. Defensive line. We, Davenport, get him out of here. Like, I'm just, I'm done with him. Like, I, he's a good player. I'm, he's a good player. Can't stay on the field. Can't stay on the field. So, I, I'm done with you, bro. Like, I'm I, I, I defending Marcus Davenport to people. I'm done. I can't defend him anymore. And then Peyton Turner. Like, but look, man, the, the, there was a red flag on Peyton Turner coming out of out of out of out of, uh, out of Houston. Like he could never stay; he wasn't healthy in college. So it's not a surprise. I mean, he took a chance on the potential. Oh, I mean, he is automatically he could be great, but I mean, I don't know. 
I hear, I hear a lot of Saints fans on Twitter though say stuff like, uh, "Oh, we need to, you know, we need to be bad for one more year. We can get Caleb Williams." Like, the Saints are not going to be bad enough for Caleb Williams. Like, the Saints are going to next year. The Saints are going to be right around where they are here. Seven, eight, potentially nine wins. They might win the division. They might make the playoffs. The, the Saints are one Mark Ingram yard away from winning the division this year. And this is the worst Saints team we've seen in Possibly. 20 years. Possibly, yeah. yeah. So it's like this is where the Saints, the, Saints, the Saints roster, they have a lot of talent. They're, ne- they're never going to be bad enough to be a 2-13 two and tw- two and 13 or whatever, 2-15, uh, and 15, whatever it is now. And, and and get the number one pick and draft Caleb Williams. Like, the Saints are not going to be that bad. Yeah, so but y'all like the wheel and deal, though. Y'all might package up a couple of picks for a couple of years. Yeah, maybe. Y'all to move up and get him, you Depends know. Depends on what we get for Sean Payton, you know. Oh, you get a first-rounder for sure. So, oh, here we go. We got action right here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, that's the, we got action. <laughs> You never know. So look, you never so, know when it's gonna go down, bro. So look, man. Uh, uh, since we're talking about the Saints, and, and I mean, I made a comment to you, which you strong hard disagree. I, I like when you say hard disagree. That's <laughs> 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 yeah, just man. I crack up every time you say that about you know potentially blowing up the roster. And I think I should clarify why I said that. And I said that due to the fact that, number one, you got a bunch of bad contracts for not mad at it. I'm trying to win. Got a great nucleus. I'm going to kick the can down the road and we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. You know, uh, most people at this point, I think the salary cap might be a myth. Yeah. I mean, you do whatever you want. You can probably keep the can down until you go. I I just don't know when you got to pay the piper. But at some point, like the Rams right now, they're paying the damn piper. You know, because they went all in, they got that one vote. It was worth it. I got a ring. Yes. Uh, but I mean, they're, they're lacking of depth because they have no money, and they have a lot of dead cap. So, what I'm saying about the Saints roster, you got a, you got some aging players coming up that you're gonna. You know, I'm kind of like from the Bill Belichick school, man. I might want to get rid of them a year before it's too late. You know, like a Cam Jordan. I mean, Cam, I, you know, arguably could be a Hall of Famer. Yeah. You know he's getting up there. His contract's bad. You got—I mean—you got a couple of guys you might have to look at. Like, man, uh, you want to make another run at this again? You know, even Demario Davis, awesome. He's playing lights out. But at some point, well, he's like 34, 35. Yeah. He's gonna lose us. He's gonna well, fall off. I, well, he's had—he had his worst year as a Saint. Now he's had a good year. I'm not saying he's a bad. Still great. I mean, but you. I'm not saying see- a bad year, but this was his worst year as a Saint. So I mean, it could—we could already be seeing what you're talking about that. That, so that was my that was my decline, impetus yeah. of saying like, hey man, at this point right now, why not why not? Hey man, let's shed some of this. Let's get some draft capital out of this if we can. Now I don't know who would pick up those contracts because it's all backloaded. You know, maybe they may have to agree to pay some of the salary to get someone to take it. But you know, you got a couple of nice young pieces. Like I think Penny's gonna be great. He's a dog. Uh, you know, you still got Ramchek. Um, you know, Adebo looks like he might be Alante Taylor. Alante Taylor is good. I think he's going to be a dog. You got some nice little pieces in there that, to, to build upon. You know, I mean, and until you find somebody that can spin it, you know, you know, Andy Dalton coming back as a placeholder, like, well, what are you going to do? 
So why not blow it up? And I mean, Dennis Allen is not your guy that's gonna take you to the promised land. So I mean, why not blow it up and then he's, hey man, Dennis, I'm sorry, we got the pieces in place. Let's yeah. get the guy that's gonna push us forward. Yeah. Now as as a fan, uh, no, no, I, I gotta compete. I want to win, but I mean, for the long term longevity of the city, because I think this team, they've had a remote man. That's one. I think might they might have the best run besides the Patriots in the last fifteen years. Sure. Yeah. So the, there's a a very common misconception that before Drew Brees, the Saints were like the worst franchise in the league, which is completely false. Since the '85 season when Benson bought the team. So before before Tom Benson bought the team, they were terrible. Oh, terrible. But you got to remember, in the old days of franchise teams, like, they didn't do what they do nowadays. Like in franchise, like so when the Panthers and Jaguars came in, and then when the Texans came in, those are the last franchise teams. Every team in the league had to put some players into a franchise draft, into a, a expansion draft. So right. you know all the all of the teams that already were in the league had to make some players unprotected right. for that new team. And then those te- that team drafted their players from those players. So when the Panthers and Jaguars came in, they were drafting NFL players. Well, you know what? They were already on NFL rosters. Pause that because you know what? That came after the fact, though. That came at, that, that, that expansion thing came about once free agency started. Because, like, back when... I'm, you know, I'm a Cowboys guy. You know, probably gonna hate me for that, but anyway, whatever. I'm a Cowboys fan, so I was five years old. When Jimmy Johnson was with the Cow, there was no free agency, yeah, at all. So we were just stockpiling talent after talent. So, and that was in the, that was in the '90s, man. That was in the early '90s. There was no free agency. It's still rel- relatively young. Yeah, for sure. That didn't start until like '95, right? Yeah, that's how it was. Yeah, that's when that's when Jimmy left and went to Miami, and that's why he never, he couldn't succeed in Miami because he couldn't stockpile the talent that he was doing because of the cap. That's when they came with the cap and free agency team people could move because before they just couldn't move. I think that's when they started making the teams. Okay, what, what was it? The Texans was the first one. Well, the expansion. Or was it? Who was the first expansion team? Was it the? Well, the Saints were an expansion team in the sixties. Yeah, but I. Let me answer. You probably have more knowledge on that than me. I, I don't know. They, they they probably did have to make a couple of players. Yeah, so that's what okay. I was getting at. Right, when the, when right, the okay. Saints when the Saints were expansion team, they came in in the sixties. The way they did expansion was go find some players, go make a team. So they were pulling dudes that were not NFL players, probably free agents. Or, yeah, you know, yeah, guys, get cut. football players, yeah, get cut. but not yeah, NFL yeah, players. Yeah. But when the so what I'm saying when the Panthers and Jaguars came in as expansion teams, they got players that were NFL players last year from NFL teams. Now they took some while, a while to make the team from the players, but they those were NFL players that they were pulling from. Whereas teams like the Saints and expansion teams before that, they just kind of made their teams from whatever they could get. Anyway, that's why the Panthers and Jaguars. I don't know if you remember, but their second year, they both made the championship yeah, game yeah, in their I'm second about... year of existence. But well, the Saints were horrible until Benson bought the team. So when Benson bought the team in 85, the Saints have had five seasons since 85 where they won fewer than seven games. The first year Benson bought the team, 85, the three Dicker years, which were awful. 
in the Hurricane Katrina year. Yeah, I mean, so, that's expected. Yeah. So aside yeah. from that, you're well, winning at least good, seven they, games every they, single year. They had they had some damn good teams. Look, I lived in New Orleans back in the 90s, 90s, early 2000s. So I, I, I got to witness it firsthand. Like the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Hebert, they had the, they had the offense. Yes. They couldn't stop nobody. Yes. They had no defense. Then you had the Dome Patrol. Man, you had no offense. Yeah. You, had, you know, you went through all kind of crap. You remember Wayne Martin? Yeah, of course. Yeah, well, me and a buddy of mine rolled up to Wayne Martin's house in Kenner trying to get him to invest in something. I mean, it's, uh, bro. That's, I'm, I'm going to crack you up on that one. Don't, you can't tell it now. All right, so look. I don't remember. I, this this was right before I think they let him go, man. Uh, Kyle Turley was on that team. Uh, Ricky Williams was still on the team at that time. Uh, me and my boy Shed, man. Shout out to Shed White. He's still out there in New Orleans. <laughs> we was hanging out, man, and we were, uh, you know, we're in the music business, and we were trying to, uh, we wanted to put on a show with with a couple of Cash Money uh, guys with the Hot Boys. And this was in the, the beginning of Cash Money, not the Cash Money you know now. Yeah, before they became. Yeah, so we, were, we had a whole business plan, everything together. And we were sitting on the lakefront one day drinking some Heineken's. And uh, Cher was like, man, we need an investor. I'm like, yeah, we do, we do. What are we going to do? So he called somebody, man. Somebody told him he knew Wayne Martin, and he knew where Wayne Martin lived at. So I'm like, all right, so what, what are we going to do with that? He's like, let's go to Wayne's house. I'm like, I ain't going to Wayne Martin's house. Me crazy. He talked me into a couple more Heineken's, man. Fuck that, man. Let's, let's go. Had a, I had a red Honda Accord. It's an 89 four-door Honda Accord. Had a little sound in it. Turn the tunes up. We get on I-10. We, we get off. I think it was uh, in Kenner, Joe Yenny Boulevard. Well, it was Williams Boulevard. Then you turn on Joe Yenny. And there's like a huge, there's nothing but huge man. Kyle Turley stayed back there, Wayne Morton. We pull up to this house. He's like, that's it right there. I mean, this house is massive, son. I'm, when I'm talking about mad, like the, the, let's go ring the door. <laughs> now, mind you, at that time, look, dude, I'm probably like, we, we like 21, 22 years old. So like, this guy you were with knew Wayne Martin? No, we didn't know him at all. <laughs> We didn't know him at all, dude. That's what's funny about this story. Like, he he knew somebody. I mean, look, bro, we had beepers back at the time. We didn't even have cell phones. Right, right. Well, we had cell phones, but that shit was expensive. Yeah. You had to wait till after nine nights and weekends. You yeah, know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? He knew somebody that knew Wayne Martin, that knew where he lived at. So, look, like, let's go. I'm like, I ain't going. But anyway, we make it over there. We're sitting in front of the house. I'm like, man, this neighborhood. And they got, you know, they had a little security post right there, but nobody was in it. So security is probably patrolling around. I'm like, man, we can't stay in this. Man, we look crazy sitting in front of this house. Like, we gotta do something. So he's like, man, let's go up to the door. I'm like, man, damn. I'm like, I'm, I'm getting cold feet, bro. I'm like, man, let's just go, bro. Like, this is not, this is not well thought out. All right, man, let's go. So we go. I'm following behind him. He rings the doorbell. We just standing up there looking, and you could see straight throughout because it was just, you know, glass door. Yeah. And as a lady comes in a bathing suit comes running to the door she just kind of cracks the door like yeah how can i help you he's like oh is wayne here <laughs> like, and she's like uh who are you guys well uh i'm shared uh such and such whoever the person he knew that knew wayne he said hey he told me to get in touch with wayne so i came to see his home so she's like i just stay right there for a minute 
and there was a kid came ran behind her but she closed the door and we just standing out there for like about seven eight minutes and then the suv comes screaming around the corner it's fucking wayne martin bro he was down the street at somebody else's house and he just gets out of the truck and he, you know i mean this dude's massive yeah like, sure he's just like what's up man like what's going on guys and he's like shared just kind of like yeah, such and such. He's like, oh, all right, man. He just like dapped us up. And he's like, well, look, man, we got this little uh, wooty wop woo woo. He's like, well, man, y'all got to put together a business plan on paper or whatever. But he was really cool about yeah. it, man. Like, and he wound up inviting us over for Monday Night Football because the Saints at that time they wasn't they wasn't great. They were never playing on Monday Night Football. His wife would cook, so like two or three times we went over there. The whole offensive line and the defensive line would be at the house. But that was really, that shit was funny, bro. Like, just out of the blue, hey, let's go to Wayne Martin's house. Like, man, you crazy? And we wound up doing it, and then we, is Wayne here? Like, bro, like, what? Like, bro, you think about it now, like, man, what were we thinking about, yeah. son? Like, we could have went to jail, like, or somebody could have shot us or something. That's like, that's that's for real, dude. Shedrick White, that's that's his name, man. Man, come on, Kale. Let's go to let's go to win. And we're like, all we were trying to we was trying to get like I don't know, like fifteen grand to put on this concert at uh it before it was Harris. Man, before Harris is where it's at right now, they had opened up in a temporary location. It was right off a of canal, but it was further up canal. I don't remember the name. It was it was uh what's the name of Harris before Harris came in? I forgot what it was, man, but it was this little arena, little small arena right next to it. I was like, man, we just need like 15 grand, bro. We could, all, all cash money was asking for, get the hot boys, was like fucking three grand. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, we about to come up right here, man. <laughs> oh, dude, that was hilarious, man. And like, I think a couple of years, like a year later, they wound up cutting him, man. And I think he moved back to Arkansas. He's from Arkansas. Yeah, yeah. And he moved, is. Yeah, yeah, he moved back to Arkansas. Yep. I haven't heard from him since. He was cool as shit, bro. Because when, when he came around the corner, I'm like, oh, we in trouble. Here we go. Yeah, we in trouble. <laughs> we in trouble.